Well, welcome to Conversations About Life. And my name is Will Jackson, and I'm here with Betty and Lily. And we're at the Rio Grande Bible College, which is a place in Edinburgh, Texas, that trains um, people for uh, serving in Spanish-speaking countries. And I think, Betty, you said you were here like several years ago, and now you're back and your um, husband is going through the Bible College. Is that right? Yeah, it's right. Okay. Well, thanks for being here with me and just for having this little conversation together. So, um, um, Betty and Lily are from um, Ecuador, and um, Lily um, is Betty's daughter. And just to help me kind of introduce y'all a little bit, um, Betty, would you like to just kind of um, talk about just kind of briefly how you were, you know, came here before and then um, just how things brought you back here again at this time? Yeah, it would be a pleasure to talk about my past uh, here, but uh, for me to speak English on from, uh, that's a little bit hard. But anyway, um, I came in the 96, uh, in 80, 17 and 87, 97. And uh, because my, my, um, because my, uh, I don't know how you say in English exactly. I know how to say in Spanish, but yeah. I don't know how you say in English. Uh, que yo vine porque estaba con realmente me mandaron aquí de, aquí a estudiar actually so okay mm -hmm. so actually she said that people sent her here it's not that it wasn't like a big choice she okay. had yeah porque yo viví con una familia con una uh, hermana americana because she lived with a american family over there okay y también mi también tenía poder en mi vida mi papá. But actually her dad, like her real dad, had also power on her life as well. Yeah, pero la hermana misionera, ella me ayudó con los estudios y ella me dijo que en Texas había un, un seminario bíblico que va a coger, que va, que le voy a mandar. Uh, but the lady missionary that helped me, she said, she told me that in Texas, there was like a Bible college that she was going to send her into. Yeah, y, y pues yo tenía miedo porque no, no conocía nada. Eh, éramos muy disciplinados y no, no podíamos, eh, Éramos muy tímidos, realmente éramos muy tímidos y no con, teníamos miedo a todo. But also she was very, she was very afraid because uh, when she was back home, she was shy. Everybody was shy. So uh, basically she had fear of everything. Porque en mi hogar, tanto de mi papá como de, del hogar del orfanatorio, eran muy estrictos, pegaban por todo. 
Because in both sides, in my real family side, and then in my kind of like adopted family, missionary family, also in both sides, they were very strict. And then a lot of the times they used to beat us up. Entonces, yo tenía miedo a la gente. So I used to be afraid of people. Pero la misionera este, me mandó porque dijo que este era un lugar que me iba a ayudar. But the missionary uh, sent me here because she said that this was a place that it was going to help me out. Mm -hmm. Y pues yo vine cuando tenía 17 años al seminario. So I came whenever I was 17 years old. Y sí, Dios trabajó en mi vida porque yo era una mujer muy, una niñez muy triste. Tenía una niñez muy triste, muy, muy fea. Entonces Dios trabajó en mi vida y me dio mucho amor. And yes, my childhood was um, super hard. So basically the Lord really worked on my life whenever I came here. I had a very sad childhood, very hard childhood. So whenever I came, the Lord really helped me. Y Dios me enseñó que yo debo aprender a compartir, amar y hacer un ejemplo a las demás personas. And then the Lord also um, taught me how to love, be patient, and also share with the other people as an example. Y cuando Dios me llevó al Ecuador de regreso, Dios me dio un hombre de la iglesia, líder de la iglesia. Nos casamos y desde ese día, desde esa vez, oramos para que Milton pueda venir a estudiar. Aquí al seminario donde me cambió la vida. Dios estuvo aquí conmigo y siempre he estado conmigo. So whenever I went back to Ecuador, the Lord gave me a husband, a leader actually of the church. Um, he was a pastor back then. And also after that, um, we ever since then, we've been praying that the Lord will give us another opportunity now for him to come and study here. Um, Hoy estamos muy felices, muy contentos y queremos aprender a vivir con él todos los días y vivimos por fe todos los días. And nowadays we are very happy, very glad and very thankful for the Lord. And nowadays we just live happy and then we live every single day by faith. Mm, y una cosa antes de terminar, cuando yo, eh, cuando nos casamos, nosotros dijimos, Dios, nuestros hijos serán para ti o no serán para nadie. And just about to finish, also we said that uh, we told also the Lord whenever we got married, our kids are going to be just for you and for nobody else. So we just leave it all in your hands. That's it, brother. <laughs> well, thank you for, for sharing that. No, I'm sorry, because my English is not enough to speak on front. And yeah, <laughs> right. Um, one thing um, that just impressed me by both you, Betty, and uh, Lily is just um, your outgoing, um, just really friendly, loving, it seems to me like confidence, mm -hmm. where I see you and you... Um, You know, you just say, call out, uh, good day, brother, or, or something along those lines. And and just, uh, you know, that just has made an impression on me. So when I 
heard you mention about being shy that kind of like <laughs> um yeah. you know that kind of caught my attention because um you know i'm just impressed by just the love and confidence that comes out of you now both of you were you know just in a nice mm-hmm. outgoing type of way yes i learned it from my mom <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah. um well Betty, what does a normal day look for you, look like for you here um, as you're, you know, supporting your husband and his training? And I know I see you out and about quite a bit. Um, what kind of activities are you in, involved in here on the campus? Well, um, I always, when I got up in the morning, I said, I repeat this Psalms. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice. And I, I will rejoice and be glad because God gave me for me this day. And this made me feel this day is perfect for me and it's unique. And I encourage my husband uh, when he many times here is like mm, sad because the computer doesn't work. Uh, things not going on like will be. Um, there is not necessary. Sometimes in the beginning, we have just frijoles for my boy. And then later, God gave us a pantry to choose many things there. And I said, Lord, this is the day. And I will rejoice every day because I have two beautiful sons. I had a nice opportunity to share many things with good friends and boys that and the youth from that church and just make me happy because Lord loves me the way I am. Yeah. That's a a nice way to start off your day by repeating the Psalms. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, did you come to to know Jesus as just a, a young child, or how did that come about where um, a relationship with with the Lord, you know, became a personal thing for you? Well, um, when I was uh, living in Ecuador a long time ago, and my American mom, she told me that Jesus is the best things that I can have. And it was true. But but I think, uh, I thought in Ecuador it's just like uh, something, um, a special time there. But I really, I'm really become to be a Christian here. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because when I came here, I I don't know anything about the Bible. Just in, there in Ecuador, the American mom said, uh, a, Okay, this is the Bible, and let's go to the um, Sunday school or something like that. Mm-hmm. And like a, a teenager, I don't like to read and nothing else about the Bible. But I say, okay, everything is okay. But here I knew that God exists, and He become because He changed my life completely. Mm-hmm. I was very shy shine and now I have 
every day something special to say thank you, God. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. You know, um, I've thought about this, like the Jesus and his death and resurrection, like that's like the center of our faith, the Christian faith. And, um, you know, it's, uh, and I've kind of have been just thinking about that recently about, you know, am I, does the full significance of that just really hit me or, you know, is it kind of become an ode to me or something? I don't know. But, um, do you have any thoughts about that? And just, um, as you've, you know, in your Christian walk and have thought about Jesus and, um, his crucifixion and the resurrection, like, um, just what does that mean for you? Or uh, I don't know. I know that's kind of like a real broad question, but do you have any, Mm -hmm. have any thoughts about that? Well, um, I, every day remember when I read the Bible, many Bible verse to remember me that if Jesus not exists, so, I came here, and he he wasn't uh, raised up, resurrected. Si no resucito, how you say? Come if he wasn't resurrected, mm-hmm. if he right. wasn't resurrected, um, actually I wasn't here. So for me, Jesus is real in my life, and I know He is um, a part of me every day. Because he is um, something special in my heart. Yeah. Okay. Um, any other um, spiritual disciplines? Like you talked about, like reading or reciting the Psalms. Is there anything kind of like a routine that you like to practice that is just um, a blessing to you in your Christian well, life. Well, sometimes it's routine, but sometimes it's because uh, sometimes I feel I feel disappointed about, like, uh, um, it's hard to understand my my boy, uh, or maybe when I don't I don't I don't know how to cook different every day because we don't have so much things, or maybe because uh, I don't know if. Tomorrow we have enough money because this is different life. And I remember that Jesus is there and I start reading the Bible verse or maybe other one that whatever you do, do it like for Jesus, not for men. And it's like, could be a routine that start reading a Bible or memorizing a Bible verse, not just that one that we have. I knew a lot Bible verse or Psalm or Proverbs or Philippians or Ephesians. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you mentioned, um, like, you know, uh, a hard childhood. I'm kind of interested in just how um, suffering God uses that because it seems like that's just a part of, like, almost everyone's life, some kind of suffering, and some people it's like particularly hard more than others i imagine but um does anything come to mind as far as like um things that you have endured or maybe are enduring right now that are like really hard but um 
God uses that to make your life more fruitful or, you know, doing something through that suffering that's just um, really uh, kind of a work of God for good? Mm-hmm. Well, it's very hard to tell your brother. And I really don't like to talk much about because it's not nice things to remember. So I don't know if we can pass this over. Yeah, sure. Just whatever you're comfortable with is yeah. fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, well, Lily, let me ask you a little bit about um, like coming from Ecuador to the United States. Um, just what were your impressions of the United States? You went to Pittsburgh, is that right? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. I was in Pittsburgh. Well, my first impression is like, you guys like sweets, like I mentioned. <laughs> it's very different. Um, food. Food-wise, it's very, very different. Uh, here, I'd see like eating fast food, you go the cheap way. Uh, but there in Ecuador, fast food is the most expensive. And then like real food, like say, you know, like um, chicken stew with, um, I don't know, with the soup and with the juice and stuff like that, it would cost you like $2. Oh, wow. Well, in here, it, it's that kind of food is expensive. Yeah. So I guess my first impression uh, regarding to Americans is like that. But then other thing is also is like you're very, very disciplined very disciplined people mm-hmm. well in ecuador let's say i told i tell you we're gonna meet at 2 p.m and then i ended up like going there at 4 p.m yeah. <laughs> and then that is like you know the way that it is but here is like okay 2 p.m it's 2 p.m probably even like a few minutes before so that is something that really it shocked me and then it, sh- it shouldn't shock me which is something different that i experienced here for sure that is my impression of Americans that I first had whenever I got here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So is that a pro or a con? Like, I mean, does that seem like uh, a good thing or, or are there negative things about it? Like the um, punctualness and the time. I've heard that from other people too. It's a good thing. It's oh, a positive it? thing. I say, I would say, but... Well, in Ecuador is not a very positive thing. I mean, it should be, but the thing is like, let's say my friend invites you to a wedding and then you're going to be the only one over there if you actually follow the instructions <laughs> that is in the invitation. And like for real, if the invitation says that it's going to start like at 2 p.m., you're going to be there by yourself if you actually get there at 2 p.m. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it should be a positive thing, but in Ecuador, it's really not that much. <laughs> and then whenever I first went back, and that goes even like which for me is a bad thing, is even within churches because, you know, like service should start, let's say, at 10.30. And then, you know, I used to rush my family. And then, well, my dad has always been very punctual all his life, even though he grew up in, in like an Ecuadorian um, kind of like culture. He's always like, okay. So he went to the military at, at the beginning of his life. Okay. So he, I, I don't know if he learned it over there, if he grew up with that, but he's always like rushing us, you know, okay, Lily, you're making it get done in the car or whatever, but like we need to get to church. But then like I went that with that mentality, but you know, the culture observes you. So like after a few months, I really forgot and I went back again uh, to like the normal, okay, we'll meet at two and then we're actually going to meet like at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. But then coming back again, just like three days 
ago, I'd already see the difference it's again. <laughs> you know, like 2 p.m. is 2 p.m., 1 p.m. is 1 p.m. So I would say, I don't know, if in the place that you are, you can see it in a positive or in a negative way. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say that it's good. It should be good, of course, everywhere. But it just depends where you are, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if it takes a t- I mean, it is good, like, to be disciplined and stuff. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I wonder if it takes a toll on relationships. Like my sister, she has this little, um, these words on her wall mm-hmm. and says that uh, being in a hurry is the death of kindness or something like that. I'm not getting it quite uh-huh, right. Uh-huh. But you kind of get the point. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you can be in a hurry and not have time for people, you know. Exactly. And that is the thing. That is a very huge thing because also um, uh, Latin people in general, well, now that I'm Ecuadorian, I'm talking about Ecuadorian people, um, are very nice people, very kind. And I'm not saying that Americans are not kind. But then, like, like in Ecuador, you're always going to see people going outside. Well, at least around where I live, well, I guess my family. I don't know. Probably I'm just, like, being a little bit general. But, uh, well, the majority of people that I know, they're, like, they can be, like, running. But at least they're going to say hi to you. And um, and then sometimes I've had people, like, even here in a couple of days that you say hi. And they're, like, just, like, running. They don't even say hi. I mean, it just takes two seconds to say hi. Mm-hmm. And, like, things like that. It's everything it goes back to you you know the, mm. uh, also people like to share not everyone of course but um we expect you know people to be super nice as well and then that not always happening here mm-hmm. and that i learned that whenever i went to college in here as well mm-hmm. and um i guess that has to do with timing as well because exactly like your sister sister you said sister, yeah. sister has an on her wall, that is very true because whenever you're in a hurry, you're just kind of like, okay, you prefer you on breakfast, you do whatever, okay. You don't even have time to say hi to people. Well, in Ecuador, we take our time. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if we're late, but at least we take our time uh, to, I don't know, just to take with your neighborhood. It doesn't matter if you're going late to your work, but you know, I don't know, either it's gossiping or whatever, but you do something with your neighbor, you know, conversation and stuff like that. It's yeah. that is That is very different as well over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And relationships are important, you know, exactly. for quality of life. Exactly. And mm-hmm. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want to, you know, Betty told us a little bit about her Christian life and mm-hmm. just kind of how she um, got going in it and just how things came alive when she came here mm-hmm. as a young woman. What about yourself? How did you come to know the Lord and walk with him and so forth yeah well i had the huge privilege very different than my mom to grow up in a christian family which is my mom my dad i grew up um i was raised christian you know used to go to sunday school used to go to church but i guess um eventually i went to high school and i i guess like you were telling me about your life is it was the same, you know, the same crazy teenage years whenever you go through. Well, thank the Lord I didn't go into, like, deep stuff. But um, the influence of, like, society, the influence of the people, even though I went to a Christian high school, but it's still people don't, you know, like, just don't take it, like, as serious, I would say. And then whenever I think I was 12 years old, 
I I just felt the need of saying, okay, Lord, I was in my room by myself. And I'm like, okay, I know I'm Christian. I know my family is Christian. But like, do I really feel you? Like, I really don't feel you. So, um, and so I was talking to him and I was praying. And I said, Lord, I really now I do want to accept you as my like savior. And then that, that was my experience. But then like after that, um, I really felt a difference because after, you know, you pray and then you just feel the Holy Spirit talking to you. But then like that lasted just like for a few months. And then my rebellious years, I would say, but I wasn't, I don't know. Like I wasn't like really that bad. I was just really not very into church, not very interested, but it wasn't that, you know, like I got crazy and stuff like that. But, um, I just like felt a little bit away from it. And I like to go out with my friends and things like that. Church really wasn't something like 100% very important. But then it was eventually, um, after a few years that, um, I turned 17. It was my senior year. And, um, my mom was like, I already gave like in my country, I think, it's over here as well. You need to give them exams in, 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 in order to get into university. And I gave them, I always wanted to study business management and I approved it. And I already had, you know, like the chance to go to like a university for free, basically, because here, if you get enough points to get it. So basically I got it. And I was so glad. But then, um, a, the opportunity came up where one of my mom, when, cause like she told you, she was raised in a Christian, uh, kind of like in a missionary that adopted several kids. Mm-hmm. And one of those kids was like my mom brother. Of course, it wasn't like by blood, but you know, like right. raising it. Mm-hmm. So he was studying in the Bible college in Pennsylvania. And then he's like, okay, your daughter is about to graduate. Wouldn't she be interested in coming? And I always, always wanted to go to the states that was my like my prayer since i was a little kid i'm like okay my mom went to the states i always wanted to be to the states but one thing i didn't ask the lord for to bring me to learn the bible i just wanted to go study in in here but not specifically the bible but it, it was the same week i remember the same week that i had to go and get my visa uh oh by the way get the visa and it was super hard not at, like one out of like 20 people gets it. Like okay. it's, it's wow. kind of hard. And, um, I was just like telling the Lord, okay, this week is the same week that I need to go and start my university over there. So it was like two choices. If I didn't get my visa, I just like, you know, had the chance of going over there. Of course, I have my boyfriend, by the way, uh, at the, at the time as well. So it was like, okay, if I don't get to go, it's fine. I will stay. You know, it was like, okay, I, I still have an option anyways. So I went to get my, and so they asked me like two questions. Well, I know some people that get a question like for 15 minutes and they still say no. Mm-hmm. They asked me like, okay, how old are you and where are you going? And they like, okay, your visa is approved. And I was like, okay. <laughs> that was that easy. I don't know why people think that it's so hard. But then I said, okay, Lord, so probably that is really you telling me, okay, to go. So I came over here. And then honestly, that is when I started like a real relationship with the Lord, you know, mm-hmm. going to Bible school. And I would say, I would say that uh, that is when like, I really felt the Lord. It was hard years as well, because my parents didn't have much money also to, you know, send me and the monthly. Sometimes 
months that they wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't even have for like do laundry. Mm-hmm. So it was also hard for me. And, um, but the Lord somehow he provided so many times as well. Hmm. And, um, it was so amazingly. And that years, oh my goodness, I was on fire. I'd never felt like that. And I would say that whenever I was 17, I really started, even though I knew I accepted Jesus as my savior at 12 years old, I, I never felt it like I did ever since I was 17. And hmm. those years were like life changing for me as well. Yeah. And it was, amazingly so many things that he did in my life during those years so that is really how my christian life and christian experience really started with the lord okay yeah far away from home hard as well Mm -hmm. um homesick sometimes so many times you know having no money no no you know somebody to cry like mommy daddy or whatever so it was really hard but at the same time i think that is the thing that I needed and helped me to have faith and to trust the Lord. And then, you know, when, whatever you go through, like he's going to be there with you. And that is where how um, Joshua uh, chapter nine, chapter 1, verse 9, it became my favorite verse. It's like, I don't know anything. Uh, uh, hold on. It's like um, that verse became like one of my favorite words because my dad, I remember the one day I'm like, I'm homesick, dad. And he's like, okay, it doesn't matter that that, that verse in Spanish, I can tell you in Spanish, I don't know in English, but um, that is that became my favorite verse because it says that no importa, um, no, you know, quien, eh, donde estés, él siempre va a estar contigo donde quiera que estés or wherever you go. So um, that really gave me encouragement to continue. And then ever since then, I that became my favorite verse until I went back home. And, and yeah, so I went on and started praying again. Of course, I started like working secularly, but mm-hmm. then the Lord opened doors for me to come back again, not to study, but like to see, to pray, to have my time to figure out what really he wants me to do. Because actually the preaching of today, it, it really impacted me mm-hmm. because exactly what he said, as somebody one time told me is like, the Lord didn't prepare you for years and didn't give you this opportunity to just go on and like just work in a secular job and then the same thing he he said the, uh, today in the pulpit so it really impacted me and i came out like you know thinking and saying yes that is true and then of course and then i had the same the same mindset like the pastor did i was like okay I can give my testimony to my coworkers. I can, you know, uh, make him Christians. Like I can do something on my job because I used to have actually two jobs. Used to work a lot, a lot. So um, I was like, I had the same mindset. So the really preaching of today really impacted me because I'm like, yes, the Lord really went on and prepared me for a reason. And then I don't know what the reason is just yet. Well, I know because everybody comes to serve. But like specific in what area, not sure. But now this time I've come to here to serve. I want to be, you know, serve here. I don't know, missionary and see what the Lord has for me in the future, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What was your community and um, where you studied in Pittsburgh? Mm-hmm. Was it just a really warm, loving community kind of like this is here on the campus? Oh, very nice. Oh. Even even I don't want to compare, of course. Don't yeah. take me wrong. But even more, everybody was so everybody knew everyone. 
everybody say hi bye to it. okay if i didn't if i wasn't hanging out with like this person i i was i don't know probably it's because i was so friendly but i used to hang out with everyone and like super super nice people super uh actually my one of my couple of my best friends one of them is american and the other one is from haiti you get to know people from around the world very nice very nice i guess like these environments of bible college are like that yeah but i loved it very yeah. nice <laughs> yeah I, as i've been here for only like a few days you know, I was just been thinking about how this environment is kind of helpful, I think, for spiritual growth. Yeah. Because, um, I don't know, it's just people are loving and it's just nice. Exactly. When I just drive over here to Walmart, it's like going into a different world. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like everybody's grouchy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, um, I guess in just kind of... Um, kind of wrapping up here and just a few last thoughts. Um, when you think of just your walk with God over the years and just your, your knowledge of what God is like and just your love for God, like has anything um, changed as far as your um, just growing to understand God more, more deeply? Um, any, um, I don't know, any thoughts about just how you've grown in your knowledge of God? Um, oh yeah well um i guess some of my convictions have changed especially after going to bible school because um i guess each people has conviction you know the lord can work in different persons because every single person has different personalities different you know point of view so the lord works i believe that within the same individual within the within the individual like individually so um how I looked, I always uh, ha- had in my perspective, like, you know, to be a businesswoman, mm-hmm. to have a lot of money and then things like that. And, um, um, well, it didn't change like 100%. But one thing, like what really changed is like um, the only thing I want, for example, in my case, in the future uh, as a husband is not like somebody that okay that has a lot of money or whatever but um the love god more than he loves me even uh of course that he he needs to love me of course but um eventually love god more than anything else and then i go back to this verse that says you know like just love god with all your heart and all the things will be added into you eventually but Mm -hmm. the first thing you need to be focused on god and that is i think that is the that is the thing that i had on mind because you know my family didn't have much money and I always, you know, battle with that. And I always, I'm very kind of like, okay, I don't, I don't care if I had to sell whatever, but I need to have something. And, um, I'm very, very like, like that. I don't know. But, um, I always look at life that money is not, the key is not very important anymore that it used to be before because I'm like, okay, I didn't have much money whenever I grew up. So whenever I grow up, you know, I'm going to get my degree, have money and stuff like that. So one aspect 
that I really want is that the Lord even gives like the verses, even he feeds the birds, much more he's going to give to the, to his sons, to his children. So I'm like, okay. And I know, and then he has, and that is the biggest lesson, I guess, that he put me into yeah. is that, you know, going through Bible college and having all these needs. And then there's so many, so many times that I've been praying and said, Lord, I really don't even have a laundry. And then the next day, couple of my friends would say, okay, let's do laundry together because I don't have much. So you can, you know, just put your uh -huh. clothes into the washing machine as me or like, okay, uh, you know, I, I wanted to go because in my other college, there was no Wi-Fi, no internet, one of the rules. So we would have to go to a McDonald's. But in order to go to a McDonald's, I would have to have a ride. And a lot of the kids that have cars, you know, they always ask for gas money. But I have, you know, a couple of my friends that said, okay, let's go. I'm like, sorry, I don't have gas money. And they would say, you know, I just want your company. Let's go. You know, things like that. So there was countless, countless times whenever the Lord, you like really slapped me on the face. Like, you know, I told you, trust me. And then I will be there with you. And then, um, and then he has, he has all this time. I think he blessed me after Bible college. He, blessed, he has blessed me so much <laughs> that even I started to lose focus. And I guess that's why he brought me back again to see. <laughs> I come. <laughs> That's really encouraging. Mm -hmm. so, sorry about your mic thing. It's <laughs> <Yeah>, okay. <laughs> it was doing that the other day too, as uh, John was talking, <laughs> dipping down. Well, B Betty, um, is there anything else um, that you would like to add? Um, I guess, do you want to answer the same question? Just is there anything... Um, you know, after walking with the Lord, um, you know, f for all of these years, just anything that you've grown as in as far as just your your knowledge of God or your understanding of God? Mm, um, during all these years, God is so good with my family and with me too. But one thing I learned is trusting Him. Nothing money, nothing job. Because before to came here, uh, I had a job. My husband also, he has, a, he had a job. And, uh, I know, uh, I know for sure that we were praying for a long time to come here. But the other side, I feel afraid that where do I get the money? If, no job there and not for my husband. It's just the money is going, going and not coming. Mm -hmm. But I learned that God will be in charge of my family. Uh, and the Bible bear says he, and, and the Bible said, uh, El estará conmigo. He will be with me every day. He will be beside me. Wherever I go. And then I say, okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. But I think this is the main things that I had a little, um, should be, could be say problem with me, with myself. Sometimes I feel afraid, but I don't say anybody. I just say to you today because you asked me. Uh, what is mm -hmm. something to grow up? Right. Uh huh. 
And that's it. And also for my daughter, because I'm praying for her to come here. Mm -hmm. She can come here because in Ecuador, um, she is okay. She has almost everything. Uh, she, she doesn't need to pay for home, for, for other things. She has a good job there. But I think God is not in the center of her life. And I was praying for her. And I said, please, she's a lovely girl. And I remember, God, I told you the la uh, in the beginning when she burned. I said, Lord, this is my child. It's for you. And I'm still want to pray for her, for her every day. In the morning, I pray for Brad and for her because my, uh, my gift, they are my gift for me from God. And I want they can serve the Lord. And that way, I don't know, but God knows. Well, thank you, sisters, for uh, inviting me into your home <laughs> and for just having this little conversation together. I wonder what your husband thought when he walked in and you guys, and we were all wired up here. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but thank you. It's been really nice, and it's been encouraging to me. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, thank you brother. Thank you very much, brother.